So there was this picture that was taken by my sister-in-law. She's pretty good with taking pictures. She would take the angle where it will actually make you look thin and you know proper. And like everybody, how we are today, I genuinely wanted that picture for my Instagram also because the dress was very pretty. But that day, she took at least seven to eight pictures of mine, and none of them I was happy with. You know, when you look at yourself and you feel that you're huge and you're not pretty, that really demotivates you. From Healthify Me, this is Healthify Talks. On this podcast, we document the stories of human capability. It's about what's possible if we push ourselves outside of our comfort zones. On today's episode, the story of Tripti Shringi, how she went from being breathless after walking up a flight of stairs to losing 20 kgs in just six months. Tripti's story of transformation started off pretty differently than most. She actually loved how she looked. I was 37, I'm 38 now. I was one of those girls who were extremely comfortable in their skin, honestly. I used to feel that I'm a hot fat chick. You know, I don't know how right or wrong does it sound, but I was that. But again, the key point over here is I was. I would say, honestly, things that elevated my difficulty level was the fact that I'm a PCOD person. And what it does to you is that A, your cycle is not regular. Your hormones are fluctuating. So you have all these thoughts where you crave for sweet a lot. And that plays so much in background that yourself does not know. So PCOD played a very huge role in my weight gain or my me being fat or me being overweight. And Tripti, could you tell us a little bit more about the impact that your work schedule and lifestyle had on you staying fit and healthy? You don't have a schedule at all. You don't have an eating pattern. You don't have a sleeping pattern. And these are not fixed night shifts. Even that is fluctuating. Like today, if I'm doing where my shift starts at 6.30, in a week's time, I'll be doing a shift which will start at 10.30 at night. So again, that is a lot of fluctuation and a lot of break of rhythm. I would wake up at 5, take a shower and leave for work which means I'm just having a cup of coffee or tea and I'm just leaving for work. I'm not eating anything. Then I would go to work and just start work and wait for my break to come, which would again be at around 7.38. And maybe because I'm so hungry, I would have a whole sandwich of veggies grill. And that's a huge sandwich to have in Bombay. Then I would not eat the entire day. I was a person actually who ate two meals, but huge meals. Like one cheese grill sandwich, which is huge in size, which is a big bread. And then again, at night, I would have a proper meal with my colleagues because my shift has ended at around 3.30, 4 o'clock. And at that point of time, there were times when I would eat the entire meal, which will include like three chapatis and a butter chicken. And sometimes a glass of beer because at the end of the shift and then go back, watch something on TV for like two hours, Netflix binge and then go to sleep. And then again, the whole cycle will start at around 530 and again, a pattern of unhealthy eating and unhealthy sleep pattern. And now if I look back and when I'm narrating this, I feel waste of time. So Tripti, what made you realize that this may not be the best way to approach both your health and life? Was there any sort of dramatic moment or, or period of time that led to this realization? So there was this picture that was taken by my sister-in-law. She's pretty good with taking pictures. She would take the angle where it will actually make you look thin and, you know, proper. And like everybody, how we are today, I genuinely wanted that picture for my Instagram also because the dress was very pretty. 
But that day, she took at least seven to eight pictures of mine and none of them I was happy with. There was this double chin that was showing up. I tried to smile, and but the pictures were not coming properly. And there was this whole thing where, uh, how do I put this in words? It's a little difficult, but when you look at yourself and you feel that you're huge and you're not pretty, that really demotivates you. I felt this is not me. This is not me as a person. This has to change. And then I realized after that picture, it takes me a hell lot of struggle to climb the four flight of stairs that gets me home every day. And that's not, if I'm 37 right now, I plan to live for at least 37 years more. And if at the age of 37, I'm like this, what am I going to be at 45? What am I going to be at 50 if I continue with my lifestyle? So that has to change. That's super powerful. Let's get into the actual process of making the change. Once you realized that you made you needed to make a change, what was the first few things that went on your mind to start this process? What was the first initial thinking? My first initial thinking was definitely I want to join a gym. And that was a challenge at that time because it was a lockdown period. Gyms were not open. And I started to diet, definitely. But that diet was with no head or no tail. I was just probably having smaller meals and starving myself. And I thought this is how dieting felt. It did not have a structure to it. It was absolutely haphazard and it was going everywhere. I did not know how to manage my cheat meal. Whether it is a cheat meal, cheat day or a cheat dish. I didn't know any of that. What was the biggest mistake you made right at the very beginning? This was my cheat day, I would say. I had a cheat day where I would go back to living the old me where I would have two huge meals and probably have an ice cream also or or a waffle also. And that one day, you know, it was like taking two steps ahead, but then again, coming one step back. So how did you feel the day after one of your cheat days? What, what made you realize and what did you say to yourself when you realized, you know, this isn't the best way to do it? It is your best friend and your best enemy during your weight loss. That's your weighing scale. Just stand on the weighing scale every day. Don't get disheartened, but stand on the weighing scale every day during your journey. Because it is your best friend and it is your best enemy. Make it a day when you're not cheating. Make it a day when you have worked out a lot. Make it a day when you have not done your workout. But stand on that weighing scale every day. Why Why is that important? Because honestly, on the days when I have not done any cheating and I've worked out a lot, it is so rewarding to see that 300 grams or 400 grams that you have lost. It is a reward to yourself and that pushes you. Oh my God, yesterday I did legs and hence, you know, there is this 300 grams that I've lost. It sounds very small, but you know how they say in Hindi, ke boon boon se hi sagar bharta hai. it is exactly that way. So it may be 100 grams today or 200 grams today, but at the end of 10 days, that's going to be one kilo. At the end of the month, that's going to be three kilos and three kilos is a lot of weight in one month. It's a good reward for yourself. And in this whole weight loss journey, you don't need anything else but those grams growing down. And going back to the cheat day, if you stand on the weighing scale after your cheat day, you will see that there is no difference or maybe there's a hundred gram extra. But again, that's a pinch to yourself. That's where you will realize as to, you know, okay, I shouldn't have done that yesterday. Maybe if I have done that yesterday, maybe I have to do this. So for example, the day where I have cheated and I have not worked out also. So obviously I'm going to see 300 grams plus. But then I have done that where I have done my workout and then cheated. So at least my weight was not increased. It was the same what the day prior it was. So if I, I would say 87 kilos and 500 grams 
I did my workout, but I cheated. At least next day, I am sure that I'm going to be 87.500 grams. I am not going to go to 88. Wow, I think that's a super interesting perspective when it comes to the weighing scale, because I think there are so many mixed opinions on this. I know definitely for some people, weighing yourself every single day could be anxiety inducing. But for you, it seemed to really work out. And Tripti, could you take us through two other things that were super effective for you on your weight loss journey? So the two things that really, really helped me were was one, yes, the workout. You really have to work out. You have to sweat if you're the person who wants to clock that 10,000 steps on your watch or if you want to come home with a wet t-shirt. However you are comfortable with, go with that. And then comes Healthify Me in picture for me, which was the calorie counting part of it, where you count your calories as to how much you're eating, how much of protein have you had in the entire day, how much of fiber have you had in, in your entire day, because this all really helps in weight loss to know what is going in you. And that's what Healthify will help you to simplify that stuff. Keep a track of that. So that's your genie over there. So let's touch on the working out bit first. What what types of workouts were you doing? And and could you walk us through a day where you really didn't feel like working out? Where everything in your mind was telling you, I don't want to do this. What was your self-talk to overcome this? So my workout routine is a mix of both a good 20-minute cardio And with good one hour of weight training or strength training, as you would say. And this was for six days a week for initial part because I was 108. That's a lot of weight. So I had to do something drastic and something extreme. I had to push my limits, basically. Yes, I had those days where I just didn't want to get up and go to the gym because I may have had a long day at work prior to that because every one of us has that. And I just did not want to get up from my bed. I wanted to take that extra 15 minutes or an hour of my nap or my sleep. And over here, I guess all of us should have, must have a workout buddy. You may not work out with that person every day, but that person should just call you. Hey, get up. Let's just get going. Because sometimes the external motivation matters. External help matters. There was this friend who called me on those days and said that, let's just get going. And I did same for him. And then again, make friends at gym, I would say, because again, then you will have something to look forward to, like just meet up with that person. So it's not always about doing that extra bit with, you know, exercise or there are people who matter a lot around you, have that environment around you, have a diet buddy also, I would say that would really help. That helped me a lot. And I had a diet buddy who would like probably ask me, what did I eat? And we would just share our experiences of dieting and our workout. We never worked out together. We worked out in separate gyms, but we still call ourselves workout buddies because we did that together. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting insight because having a workout or diet buddy will keep you accountable to somebody because you really wouldn't want to disappoint your friend by saying, hey, you didn't go to the gym or hey, you cheated on your diet. So let's let's move on to the other point that you mentioned, which was calorie counting. Why was it so crucial to the process for you? You will log everything that you eat. You will know what is the calorie count of this food approximately and how much you are going to eat in the rest of the day and be mindful going forward. For instance, if you have had a large meal, so have a small size dinner possibly or a small snack after that. And honestly, uh, it's a habit that you will cultivate. And once it's cultivated, you're going to be fine. So that's why the 
calorie counting part is very important in your weight loss journey that's healthify helps you a lot it has multiple things to choose from honestly everything that i've eaten i've logged and everything is there it has a description of it it has a calorie count of it so it really helps you in that way and one last question for us to wrap up is let's say you had a billboard and you could put this billboard let's say on a highway to the airport where everyone's going to go and they're going to see as soon as they come into bombay and when they leave bombay and you have one line that you can put on this this billboard it's only one sentence and if that sentence was advice to someone who's looking to go down a similar trajectory as you are what would that one sentence say change your relationship with food eat food not because it's tasty don't eat food because you're low eat food because it's nutritional it has values for you food is key to everything make it your mood make it your health it's key for everything change your relationship with food that's that's truly powerful tripti thank you so much for that we really hope you enjoyed the very first episode of healthify talks brought to you by healthify me Our goal with this show is to share the people and stories behind transformations and to show that really it's within all of us to improve if we put our mind to it. So if you're looking for a healthy dose of motivation to help you on your journey towards change, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. Last but not least, download the Healthify Me app and get started on your fitness journey today. The link and further description will be in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next one.